Hi, and welcome to What We Watch After Dark. I'm Jenny, and... I'm Nathan. And he, today, this week, we watched Postcards from the Edge with... It had uh, a directed by Mike Nichols, uh, a big eight, uh, 70, 80s, and 90s director, Meryl Streep, uh, Shirley MacLaine... And, I mean, Dennis Quaid, but I'd say there was a lot of uh, special guests in the sense of there was so many, if they weren't real part, or if they weren't famous already, they were going to be famous. It was, I saw, I mean, Richard, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus, thank you, uh, is a young Richard Dreyfus in this film. It is. Uh, it was uh, let out in the nineties. Uh, at uh, yeah. in nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Um, we end up. Uh, we couldn't find it anywhere to stream, so we did rent it on Amazon. Yeah, cost us three ninety nine. Loosely based on uh, Carrie Fisher's relationship with her mother. Exactly. Uh, written by Carrie Fisher. Yes, and all she wrote a novel called Postcards from the Edge that they made into this film. Yeah, she wrote the screenplay as well. Yes. So. Yes, and and um, it is a dark comedy. You have yeah. to, you, you know, I think uh, I described it a little wrong to my wife in the sense of she's like, this is a comedy, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and it's funny, but... In a very dark humor kind of a way. Yeah, it's not like a laugh out loud, ha 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 ha, funny. But I mean, I I still thought it was good. I um, I think it's kind of sad knowing what what happened to Carrie Fisher, and and watching this. But um, in, in what way did she? She was well, she died of a heart attack, right? I'm pretty sure it was an overdose on an airplane. I mean, we can. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I think it, uh, I think you're right in what you're saying about it shows what kind of lifestyle Carrie Fisher had to live through and also probably live through with her mother. Um, I think, I think there was, you know, I mean, it's definitely a fiction story. So I, I, you know, uh, and one of the things, and one of the, points to the movie is life is not like the movies you know a basic synopsis of what what we watched was uh meryl streep is a actress that gets herself into a little trouble um with using drugs and just an access of it uh more than she should have and uh goes on to the next film, which is lower budget, uh, after she goes through rehab. After she goes through rehab, and but the film says the insurance company won't carry you, and and uh, so you have to have a guardian, uh, and that turns out to be her mother, which is she's also an actress and a famous singer and stuff, played by uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine, and an alcoholic. Who is an alcoholic, yeah. you know? Yeah, not Shirley MacLaine, but the... But, the, the, yeah. The mother in the film. Yes. Um, it's interesting because I think history has repeated itself uh, 
quite a bit of times with this movie. I can think of Lisa Lohan. I can think of young actresses getting jacked up. Well, Judy Garland. I mean, her picture was in the hallway in her nightmare. Yeah, and well, and what's interesting about that nightmare was all those were, uh, all but one were drug deaths. Um, the one that wasn't, maybe they were all drug deaths. I mean, I'll, you know, I mean, Elvis Presley was up there, and that's the one I'm questioning. I mean, he, he died on the throne, as we all know, and, and it was constipation from drugs. Well, it, it says that there are photos of various famous people who had died of drug or alcohol-related causes. Um, Judy Garland, Elvis Presley, Marilyn Monroe, John Belushi, Billie Holiday, and Lenny Bruce. Yeah. So, yeah. Many people. And it's just um, one of those things where... I guess, I mean, I. the thing is, is what a lot of people don't realize is, uh, is that this was a real look at a drug addict. And really, uh, uh, Meryl Streep did a great job, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, her acting is always up to par in anything she does, but I would... I would say that I felt like a character came through. I felt like uh, on on the what I've been talking about with the last two films were more about the filmmakers and mm. not the actors. And it's yeah. nice for once. I mean, Mike oh. Nichols has has directed uh, 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 a Bronx Tale, uh, which is a Tennessee Williams uh, screenplay. Um, well, you know, Meryl Streep was nominated for an Oscar for this role. Oh, okay. She didn't win, but she was nominated. Well, yeah. I mean, but when didn't she? You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, right. it, it almost seems yeah. like, and of course Meryl Streep for whatever she did this year. Yeah, no, I definitely think that her acting was top notch. Uh, so she got uh, she got a nomination but did not win the Oscar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I thought... All the acting was great. I mean, they had a smorgasbord of, of you know, cameos and or parts. I mean, Oliver Platt was in it. The director. Oh, Mike Nichols. No, uh, the director in the movie. Oh, Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Another it famous. was interesting because he was, he was a special guest, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. You know, and this goes back to, I forget when he officially retired. He still does a movie once in a blue moon, but never has a, tries not to have a really big role. He's mm-hmm. tried to retire. You know? <laughs> right, right. And the thing is, is he was one of the best parts of this movie. I totally agree. Um, well, in in the movie, the filmmakers did a great job of setting him up to be more real. His character being a more real person than a character. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them take on a character in this. Um, uh, 
you know, or a phase. I mean, even at the end when uh, Shirley McLean, uh, Shirley McLean's character uh, was doing press after her DUI, mm-hmm. you know, it, I mean, it just showed that the the mill runs on at the same token. Yeah, it says that Gene Hackman based his performance on real life director Richard Donner. Richard Donner, wow. Yeah, so. I think maybe that's why he seemed more authentic. Yeah, and Richard Dahmer was the one that directed uh, Superman. Oh, okay. Um, and I think if you are a uh, aspiring filmmaker, I think it's a good movie to kind of see what a set was like. I mean, it's interesting because... They're still using uh, backdrops in in this film, Mm -hmm. which is a practice that almost never happens anymore. Yeah, now it's all on green screen. Now everything is green screen. Uh, I I mean, including and up to vehicles and or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing what we do now in the 21st century. But this is definitely a 20th century film. That was like 30 years ago. It's crazy. It, 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 it was, but... I think that there's still, like I was saying with the whole connection with Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears and, uh, well, just any of those young ladies, even Paris Hilton, you know, just going off at, at a young age, going off into these drug-infused things that if nobody had stepped in, I don't think we'd have them today. I mean, Lee. Lindsay Lohan lost all her teeth to the whole thing. So, Eesh. you know, veneers are, are in, in style this year. Um, but, I mean, she turned out all right. Now she's with this Persian prince or something like that. And, you know. But, but back to the film. Uh, like I said, I love when, I, when I'm looking at actors in performance as opposed to filmmaking. That means that the filmmakers did their job. And Mike Nichols is definitely, he, he was one of the heavy hitters back in the day. I mean, uh, that combined with, you know, a familiarity of filmmaking from that time. That This is when I was watching movies a lot. Now, interesting enough, I don't remember a lot of this movie until I watched it tonight. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting was this is pre re world, real world. Okay, MTV's uh, reality show. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it is. It, well, no, they had an 89 one. Mm-hmm. So it was shot really before that was popular. But did you notice in the one scene where they were, uh, where Shirley McLean was drunk and, uh, Meryl Streep was thinking about getting high and they were arguing together and there was a couple of handheld shots. So what's interesting to me is that was the realest part of the movie. That was where I felt like the acting and the filmmaking and even how they were carrying the camera became more like I was an observer of this conversation. You know, and... I mean, the dark joke in it is that she's drinking, Shirley McLean is drinking a breakfast drink that's 
happens to have a bunch of uh, vodka in it, you know? <laughs> right, right. And but yet claims not to be an alcoholic. <laughs> well, she can handle it. Mm-hmm. She can. She. But that's just what they call a uh, functioning alcoholic or a functioning drug addict, and most of us are that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 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 I liked, but I I liked the movie. I thought uh, there were funny parts. Uh, if you're a fan, I'm not a fan of country music, but Shirley MacLaine, uh, not sure. Well, she sings a song in it, but uh, Meryl Streep, she uh, has two songs in there, and of course, as you know from like Into the Woods and stuff like that, she does have a voice. Yeah, she sang all her own songs in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that, which I thought was interesting, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's what's called a triple threat, I think. You know? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I hate to throw around like old school words like that, but mm-hmm. uh, what else did you Beautiful think? Beautiful voice. Um, you know, I, I I thought it was good. I guess I came in expecting a little bit different of a movie, but yeah, definitely dark humor. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. I don't have a ton to say about it. I mean, I think everything I've wanted to say we've already touched on. Well, what, what kind of rating would you give it then? Um, I I would probably give it a, a maybe a, a three and a half out of five stars. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, just a little bit better than. Uh... Than Harlem Nights, huh? Well, I mean, if we're if we're comparing it to our other episodes, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it doesn't have. We can compare if we want it or not, in my opinion. But yeah. well, what about you? What kind of rating would you give it? Ah, because the 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 point got across. Everything came through. It automatically gets a four from me. If it's if it's a movie that tells a story. That looks good and follows somewhat, not necessarily the rules, but, you know, how editing should be. And you don't have, I mean, like, I didn't like the Grindhouse films because there was purpose mistakes in it. And I was like, uh, that was because in the 70s they weren't professional filmmakers. They were more guerrilla filmmakers. And Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, in my opinion... It was more Quentin Tarantino in this one. I've gotten off on a tangent. <laughs> My apologies, people. My overall score, though, would be 4.5. 4.5 out of 5. Okay. 4.5 out of 5. The only thing I, I really don't... Uh, I didn't care for was... Uh, there's not really much, but it did its job. And so mm-hmm. I think it deserves... I mean, I never give any, I don't, if I give out a five, I mean, it, it means it was life-changing, okay? <laughs> right, right. This wasn't quite life-changing, but I'm glad I came back to it. Would, would you recommend others to see it? Uh, guys, if you haven't seen it, yeah, uh, I mean, I think, I think if the right person... Yeah, if they were in the right headspace. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that being said, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap her up, unless you have anything else to talk about. Well, uh, would you like some like fun little facts? Well, we can do some fun little facts. So, um, of course, you've already talked about how its storyline is based on Carrie Fisher's own life and battle with fame, family, and addiction. But uh, Debbie Reynolds, who is Carrie Fisher's mom, wanted to play the role of Doris Mann, which is, of course, loosely based on herself. However, the director, Mike Nichols, personally requested Shirley MacLaine. That would have been interesting, having Debbie Reynolds play the mother part. But it also says so much towards how close these characters were. You know, I mean, it's almost... Who could play better me than me? Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, it's like Kramer, the real Kramer, you know, from our reality or whatever, (laughs) is is not as funny as Michael Richards, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So. And then um, Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine are only 15 years apart in age. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So wow. That, that was interesting. Yes. So, um, this was Conrad Bain's last film. Uh, was that was that Mr. Willis from from uh, Different Strokes? Mm-hmm. Right on, man. He was and, and funny enough. I I really liked his part. <laughs> I like to. He right. played the crazy old man, and yeah. he, the nagging grandmother. <laughs> you know, and 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 those two in itself, I'm sure, were kind of close to their grandparents. You know, mm-hmm. I mean to, but, uh, yeah, I would suggest it. I, I think it's a good a good movie that shows behind the scenes of a movie. Yeah, it's like a movie about shooting a movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like Stunt Man is another movie that does mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing all the different crew that goes into making a movie, it's really interesting. Yeah, and you can, <laughs> if, if you're familiar with all of it, then you'll know who's the Teamsters and who aren't. <laughs> and that's why they're reading a paper and others aren't. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, you know. Uh, anything else? Well, um, before we go... I do want to let y'all know that we now have an email address if you want to write in suggestions for films for us to watch and review or just um, any thoughts you have about the podcast. Anything will help. Thank you. It's what we watch after dark at gmail.com. And um, we are going to be posting podcasts every Monday at 6 a.m. Yeah, bright and early Monday morning. For your Monday commute. And um, we also have already picked our movie for next week. Which you should see on the screen right now. It is Kim. Kimmy. Kimmy. I know nothing about this (laughs) film whatsoever. (laughs) We just saw it as we were browsing HBO Max. I think it's an HBO Max original. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. But regardless, you'll find all, all about it next week. On what we watch after dark. Thanks again. Thank you for listening. Bye. (laughs) Good night, everybody.
Thank you so much for listening.